Welcome to the She's Fabulous Show. I'm Marianne Lim Favier. For the past 30 years, I honed my expertise to be one of the leaders in the financial services industry. Outside of work, I'm a volunteer life coach active in global communities for women. Successful as I may appear now, life has not been easy. In this podcast, I will share with you how I am able to turn hardships along my life journey into stepping stones to achieve my dreams. To me, a fabulous woman is she who courageously overcomes life challenges with grace, inspires others, and remains unstoppable. Whatever situation you are in now, choose to be fabulous. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to She's Fabulous Show. In this episode, I will share with you how I look at money and how it adds value to my life. So what is money to me? Well, I guess I'm a person who is not really attached to money in a way that uh, I will have difficulty in spending it. I have seen a lot of uh, people who have this particular thinking of saving a lot of uh, money that they have uh, earned. And this is not something bad, but it's something probably that is just not me. So when I look at money, I uh, I look at it as a way of why do we really work hard for money, right? Because we want to be able to buy things that we want or be able to have experiences that uh, will enrich our lives. So to me, when I think of how I should spend my money, I will not be a kind of person who would always think of saving. And this is quite funny because um, some friends of mine think that I'm quite uh, somebody who spends freely. Uh, But some friends of mine would tell me, oh, I wish I have the same concept of uh, money as you have because I'm having uh, some guilt feelings whenever I am spending it, you know, to buy something that is probably like a bag or a dress that I want or whatever. But I think all this, uh, how we deal with money, it's uh, mostly influenced by how uh, we relate with money, whether it's good or bad. So for me, I wouldn't think of savings in a way that uh, I deprive myself of the good things in life. So how I manage my finances is if I get my salary, for example, on a particular month, I would always have allocations on where I would put them. So I would have a certain percentage that that I would allocate for, for example, for the church or for charity. Then I have a certain percentage that I allocate for my investment. Then I have a certain percentage that, of course, I allocate for expenses uh, for me and my children. And then I would have a certain percentage that I would allocate for myself or for entertainment. So this gives me a healthy view of how much I can spend on a particular month without feeling guilty that I might not be saving enough. So what I have uh, learned from attending financial wellness courses, of course, uh, it's very popular what we learn from the concept of the rich dad, poor dad, right? That for us to be able to grow ourselves financially, we should pay ourselves first before paying others. And this is something that I have uh, practiced since the day I got hold of that book and was able to understand the concept. When my salary comes in, I pay myself first in a way that I already would allocate which one is for investment 
which one is for some form of entertainment and which are the ones that's really I, I need to budget for handling some other expenses of mine. So I work within the investment part where once I bring it, for example, if it's supposed to go to properties or supposed to go to stocks, if the money that I allocated for entertainment for a particular month is not enough, then I will find ways of getting, getting some of the budget only from the earnings I get from my investments. So meaning if my investments would earn, then that would be uh, money that I can spend on something that I want. I usually would not spend money for a certain luxury item that I want coming directly from my salary. If I want to buy, for example, a certain nice bag, I would make sure that I get it from the earnings from my investment. Then I give myself the liberty of enjoying it because I was able to grow the money from investment that I uh, call this. I deserve a reward. So I try to avoid giving myself the reward first, but rather I would try to to apply the, the so-called delayed gratification where, okay, if I want that, then this money that is intended for investment, I need to grow it and I need to find ways how to grow it. Otherwise, I will not be able to buy a certain luxury bag that I want. For in this particular way, then I don't feel guilty that, you know, that I'm not putting enough of my resources for our savings or investment. So my children would know as well that when they want to ask me for something, I can easily, for example, uh, they need this for school. For example, tuition fee will not be a problem because I would have already allocated a certain portion that, you know, it's something that I would not touch because it's meant for that one. But if they want something, for example, uh, they need a new laptop, then I would tell them when is the right time to buy it because I would try to find ways where can I get it. If it's not a necessity, then I would not get it from the expense account, right? I would get it from something that I have uh, invested because it's more of like some luxury things that they want. So similarly, for example, if I look at my laptop now, my laptop has been like with me for seven years, working really fine, still working really good. But then when I look at like, oh, there are like nice model and uh, I would want to like change it to like the latest map. But then I would ask myself, is it necessity or is it just luxury? If this one is still working fine, then that means it's a luxury. So if I want to buy one, then I need to wait until I can grow my investment and earn from it. And then when I have that money, it's either I reinvest it again, but I also give myself the permission to spend on something nice that I want to buy. Another thing at how I look at uh, money is I never think of scarcity. I always would look at abundance. I noticed that some people would say, oh, I will not spend that because I don't have uh, money. I cannot afford that. I cannot buy that. I think it's very seldom that I would say I cannot buy that or I cannot afford that. I would always think of how can I afford that? Where can I get it from? It's, it's like I would always look at if I don't have it now, it's coming. So I learned this from one personal development coach that I was following before. And she was teaching about uh, the concept of abundance, that our, if our mindset is always like thinking of us being blessed and uh, in our religion, of course, being children of God doesn't want us to suffer into like, you know, a life that is poor and, you know, uh, where there's a lot of uh, scarcity, right? So 
we are meant to experience blessings and abundance in life. And if I think of it that way, then I attract you know opportunities to be able to to find ways to earn money. But more importantly, I think the third one to me is money is uh, a means to to help others. There's a situation where I can remember being feeling really, really bad when I have a friend who really needs help, but I was a new uh, employee then and I don't have money to help. And I, I told myself then that I wouldn't want to be able to experience again the same feeling when somebody comes to you and you can't even give, you know, like $50 because you don't even have uh, money to finance on your own, right? So. I told myself, as soon as I'm able to uh, earn my own income and I can save and I can invest, I'll make it a point to always look at how I can earn money to help others. Uh, I have this particular prayer. It's not really a prayer, but I would call it, it's called the millionaire's prayer that I have displayed in my office at home very prominently where it's a prayer to always bless me, for God to bring me blessings so that I can bless others. I think a true millionaire is someone who has that particular mindset of money is not evil. When you want to have money, it doesn't mean you are being greedy, but it depends on the reason why you want to have money. So for me, I want to be a millionaire and I pray every day that God helps me to become a millionaire. And it's not really because I, I want to really enjoy the luxuries of life. Of course, I wouldn't complain if I'm able to do that. But more than that, it's really to be able to, to enrich others because it's a very, very bad feeling when you want to help and you can't even, you know, uh, give a dollar or two because you, you don't have it yourself. So I think it's more of what I want to share. Uh, a lot of people think of that uh, saying that money is evil. At the end of the day, we are the ones who can make money evil or not depending on our purpose and our relationship to it. So that's my sharing for today. Uh, if you want more insights, please follow me in my Facebook and Instagram and my personal blog. And I look forward to having you again in my next episode. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so honored to have you here. Now, if you'd like to keep going and you want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. And if you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there because once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Remember, life has no rewind button. Why continue to be ordinary when you have a choice to be fabulous? Sending you some inspiration and I'll speak to you soon.